We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 1,425 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for Tech Tuesday. How are you, Bruce? I'm healthy and alive, doing well. Excellent. Excellent. I'm glad to hear that. Um, we're back for another week. I suppose let's start with this. Now, I know we talked last week about the Apple VR stuff, but let's talk about it now because now they're out. We were talking about how the release was going to be out. Well, they're here now. And I'm going to show you some of the... Have you seen them yet? You haven't. You haven't, have you? You've not seen the actual, like what it looks like to, to look through them. Have you? Not through them, no. Okay. Uh, I'm going to start with this one. Okay, actually, you know what? No, I'm going to I'm going to start with these. These are people that have them on. Okay, so the, these are these are Americans because it released in the U.S. first, right? So here's the first one, right? You got a DJ who's wearing them. I mean, it looks looks normal, I think, right? I mean, you can see they're augmented reality, so you can actually like see through them. So it's it's not. Um, it's not completely like the, uh, uh, what is it? Like the, the, uh, is it MetaQuest or whatever, or the, the Steam one or yeah, whatever? The, yeah. There's, uh, the Oculus and then there's, Oculus, uh, that's one, Oculus yeah. is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Meta does have Quest, uh, one yeah. and two, and then Steam is like Index or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or Valve Index. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, there's that. And then of course this, these are people like they're, they're just walking around like New York. That's, um, they, they look like crazies wearing swimming goggles in the street. Yeah. He, um, he looks like a scuba diver, doesn't he? Yeah. Flailing his arms about. Yeah, that that's... Um, well, you're going to understand here in a second why he's making those motions. Okay. Now, check this one out. This is dude driving a car, right? Now, it could be the Tesla autopilot that's on because this is a Tesla. And it looks like on the dash it could be on the console. but And he gets pulled over by the police because he's wearing... It looked like he was texting and driving. Or it could have been. He, he could have been searching the web or something, whatever at one point. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, this is what it looks like to actually wear them. Now, I will not play any sound with this. And I have to say this is quite a step up this from what we know with this technology thus far. But here it is. So actually, you know what? I'm just I'm going to play the sound. I'm going to play because he's describing it. And I think it's important that you hear the description of, of what's actually going on. We're keeping that triple with the left hand. All right, this is officially a dream come true, right? We got the NBA dashboard over here. I'm watching the NBA game. Let's go heat, right? I can just grab the corner, make it smaller, but then I can also make it huge. Like, look how big I can make this thing. And it feels real. Like, it feels like it's in my space. Like, look, half my dog is not even showing up. What's up, Archie? I'm walking through here. 
I'm going over here to grab this, right? Like it just feels real. I got Twitter over there in the corner that I can just look at and then just swipe through. Like it knows that I'm looking at it. Of course, everything is Vision Pro, Vision Pro, Vision Pro. Tap this, I can go to Safari if I want to, cl click that open, grab this, move it behind me maybe. So it's not in my way of anything. And tap to- Now I'm on YouTube. Let's pause that. Let me go back to the game. Press play. It's just amazing. It's amazing. Last touch by Mark. That's pretty advanced from what we know. That's yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's no controls. There's not much. That, that's like no there, there's no analog like sticks or whatever you have in your hands. This is all done by by motion of your hands. Yeah, hand gestures. Uh that is pretty neat, actually. Uh and the other thing that uh I noticed is there's no trackers in the room. Um that's one of the things yes. with VR, you have to have trackers to um, uh, infrared stuff. These ones don't. That's pretty cool. And the, it, the other thing I noticed is the frame rate of the video looks pretty decent as well. Like there's no, it's not choppy or anything. No, the resolution is um, good. Even when he made the screen bigger, like when, when he when he pulls it open and it gets bigger, I, I actually see. And same thing with this. Look how smooth that scroll is when yeah. he picks uh, Twitter from another part of the room. Yeah, that that's pretty slick. Even when you move the windows, it's a smooth move when you move them around to another part of the room. Yeah, you can see slight choppiness. It looks like it's about 60 frames, roughly. Uh, there, there's ever so slightly some choppiness, but um, wow, that, that that's actually pretty cool. Um, I know video players for VR headsets is uh, can be difficult to find, uh, but yeah, they nailed that one. And I expect that technology to get smaller. Like I expect it to be in glasses. And one day I expect it to be in contact lenses. I, I expect it to be that. I really do. Honestly, if if I had that instead of a television, I'd, I'd do that be, over a television. <laughs> well, Bruce, for $3,499.99 plus tax, you can enjoy just that. Yeah, it's it's still a little little steep. But if you remember, the first flat screens that came out were like ten grand uh, when they first came out. So they'll eventually, th those headsets will eventually drop in price. Uh, but like, I can see that becoming the future. We won't need holographic technology necessarily because it'll be augmented reality like that. You'll have contacts or glasses or something that allows you to do those things. Uh, uh, the, the downside, though, with contacts is if you had the contact version, I imagine there's going to be there's going to have to be some kind of I'm not sure how that one would work because you you need a way to track the movements. And I don't know. Currently, I don't think there's a method to track those move movements in such a small, you know, lens, if you will, and, and no, leaving it transparent so. and everything. So possibly it'd be a while. Possibly. Yeah, I agree. It'll be a while. I could see because it's also a superconductor. I could see graphene being used in that in, in the lenses. That's that's possible because um, it's microscopic. There's, there's also supposedly like a hundred and what was it? hundred and eighteen new materials that supposedly Google discovered using their AI. So maybe one of those hundred and eighteen will be something as well. I I don't know, mm -hmm. but the um I definitely see I, I definitely see that being uh this something that's pushed for in the future. Uh, that that's pretty neat. Even if it's just a uh kind of a gimmicky I don't I don't know it, for the for the tech enthusiast that'll definitely be something that's um. That they have it may be a bit uh short-lived not not really short-lived rare i guess is the word i'm looking for um if, if you think about it 
having guests over to watch, like, let's say you're watching football, baseball, basketball, whatever, and you have the guys over, it's going to be a little difficult sharing one VR headset or augmented reality headset to, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, yeah, they'll well, each have, have their every, own. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. if everybody has their own, then everybody can watch the game how they want it, right? It, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, I don't know how much, I haven't gone to any, any of those kind of events where it's like, I, I've done it with boxing, right? And I just don't, you, you lose some of the experience, I feel like, if you're all in a VR headset or a, in this case, augmented, I, I feel like you kind of lose some of it unless you all are sharing the same, like, view. Like, if you had one master that controlled everything and then everybody else was just viewing, you know, had, uh, were like an observer, if you will. Um, but I could see that I, with Bluetooth connectivity kind of thing. Yeah. You know, something I, I something like that. that yeah. yeah. Or you have like the, a the, let's let's say you have like a control hub. So for example, if we have like um, uh, an interface for multiple microphones to do a podcast, for example, mm-hmm. and it all goes through the same interface, and there's one con- central control for everything. So I, I see what you're saying, but it's all done wirelessly. Yeah, and and the thing is, is I don't see that happening for another like ten years or so. Uh, I, I think televisions you're going to have to have the prices of those headsets drop pretty dramatically to to replace a television at this point it it, it you get it what two hundred dollars you get a, a fairly nice television i mean it's not going to be great but you know it's a decent one that you could watch the game on but who doesn't have that now that's that's the thing is who wants to spend three thousand dollars on something that all you and your buddies are all going to have to dish out instead of just one of you or or pitching in to buy the you know five hundred dollar television or whatever um Hell, you could all pitch in and buy that $3,000, you know, uh, television that's like, you know, whatever, 100 inches or whatever. It's something big. And all of you watch the game that way. It, it just, I, I don't see it taking off yet. You, it's going to have to be smaller and there's going to have to be some improvements to it uh, before it's going to kick off and it's going to be in a like a communal setting. Um, what I see those headsets being more of is like if we had another... Um, um, COVID-19 lockdown and you can't go anywhere to interact with your buddies. So then you all jump in and watch a game together in a virtual world. I, I could see that taking off before this really kicks off in a, in a public sense or in a group sense. Well, let's look at it in a group sense. Okay. So you've got people that are claiming uh, this, uh, what's it called? What's the the Facebook thing? Um, not the metaverse. It's uh, Horizon uh, Worlds Oculus? or whatever. Oh, right. No, no, no. Oh. Like the, the virtual place you can go to uh, that they have. Uh, they changed it. It was the metaverse and it had a bad name, so they changed it. Or it's still that or something. But anyway, Horizon Worlds is the name of it. Now, here's what's going on in there. Okay, digitally, this is what's going on. You've got rapes that are happening in there. You've got child grooming that's happening in there. And you've got sexual harassment that's going on in there. So where do you draw the line with it? If we're looking at it in a group sense, so if you're if you're taking what you're talking about, augmented reality, another COVID-19 lockdown or something of that nature kind of style, you meet up with all your people and then this kind of nonsense goes on. Yeah, the the rapes and that kind of stuff is going to be difficult to that that because it's not programmed in to that's just not i don't see that happening if you, you can't will. stop it well no what i mean by that is um i i it'll be sexual harassment i don't think it'll go any further than sexual harassment because rape to go that far it's you can't do it in a virtual world um but the grooming and everything I don't know how they're going to stop that because uh, there's other platforms out there like the, the big one before this one is VR chat. That's the big free one that's on Steam. That stuff goes on 
it's kind of an underground, if you will. Um, there's a whole erotic scene, I guess would be the right word for it on, on that. And they have rules in place to ban people that uh, engage in that kind of content. But how do you regulate it? That's what it boils down to is what do you do to regulate it? All right, it the, the only way you can really regulate it at this point is you're watching through the eyes of every single uh, user and uh, either have a moderator or AI or something like that moderating at, uh, and, and see what's going on. Um, because there's user content that's available, you just can't, you can't regulate it. And then even if you did regulate it and not allow any user content um, other than the, the interactions, you're still going to have child grooming. You're still going to have sexual harassment. Um, it, it's still going to be a problem. I don't see, apart from having it happen and making a case for like a digital bill of rights that they, you know, they're, they're trying to push, they've been trying to push that anyway, or, or regulating the internet kind of thing. You know, I could see them using it as a case for that, as like a pretext for that. Yeah, th there's absolutely, I could see something like that. They've missed their opportunity though at this point. Pretty much everybody that's been on Steam in a, in a gamer sense, they know what VR chat is. Uh, so... I think they lost their momentum, if you will. That's not to say they're not going to try it still. I just, I feel like they've lost the momentum uh, of trying to push something like that. Um, I don't know that. I've seen, uh, not to make this too political, uh, I've seen polls lately. The trust of the average person towards the government and towards um, politicians and all of that is on a, uh, well, it, in some cases it lost 50% of its approval rating in some cases. So it's down quite a bit uh, just since 2019. Uh, so I don't, even if the government tried to step up and do something, I, most of the people are going to be against it at this point because they just don't trust government. No, they don't. And I, I don't see that actually getting any better. Um, now, I wanted to talk about this too. A couple of weeks ago, I mentioned Google, right? Google, uh, their newest their newest Pixel phone has the, the AI mixed into it. More specifically, the camera application has AI mixed into it. You can take a photo of somebody. Have you seen one of these these videos yet? Like the, the promo videos of what it can actually do? I, I haven't. Like I saw it. It came across my, my thing again today. It was an ad, but I haven't been able to find it anywhere else. But it's the Google Pixel 8 or the 8 Pro or whatever it is. It, well, I think it's the same software in, in either phone. It doesn't really matter. But if someone is not smiling in that group photo, you can change it. You can change their, their facial expressions or, or whatever. Now, you've got Samsung with the new... Uh, what is it? Is it the S24 Ultra? Okay, showing off its camera. And guess what? A Samsung executive says, there's no such thing as a real picture. You can do this on the new Samsung devices too. Why are we taking pictures? Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, pulling up, seeing if I, I think this was an ad. Let's see, the ones I was seeing was, it might have been like a Super Bowl ad or something. Uh, anyway, all that to say, uh, I don't know why people want to use AI to, to alter their, like, I, I get it in some senses. Like, um, for example, the, the photograph is, um, damaged or it was a bad photo. And it's, uh, as an example, let's say you, you had a photo of, um, you and a loved one, right. And it turned out bad and then something happened to the loved one and like they died or something. And you want, you want to fix the photo so it's, it, you know, it, you get rid of the blurriness or um, reflections or whatever the case may be. Red eye, something like that. I could understand using AI to adjust that to, to make it a good photo. But in the case of uh, taking a photo and they were 
uh, squinting or not smiling or something like that and using it to fix that. I, I feel like you're losing part of the uh, personality of the person that, that was in the photo uh, to a degree. It, it just it, it doesn't make the photo real anymore. None of this does. Uh, they're talking about how let me see, where is it? You can you can remove like the blurriness and stuff, but that's that's always the yeah, here we go. This is it right here. Right. So check this out. This is the actual Google photo, the, the Google uh, Pixel photo ad. OK, so you see you're taking you see that you got that DEI thing going on in here, right? You're taking a photo, right? You see the girl here who's what well, I shouldn't say girl because we can't can't use that word anymore. But you see this. Now, look, the photo's taken. You see nobody smiling, right? Yeah, now what? smiling. Uh, yeah. Now you can make everyone, you can change all their facial expressions. And it rotates their face. Yes. There's no point to any of it. But then you then you turn around and you share it, and it's not even real. Like this is this is literally this is this is a fake reality that's happening right before everybody's eyes. Well, that's uh it's gonna be great for people that are like um Facebook, Twitter, you know, you, you guys out there that yeah, uh, do that all the time and you just have a fake life that you post online, it's going to be great for those like influencers and everything. But to the average person, this is going to be detrimental in the long run. You're going to be pushed to, it's already a problem now, but you're going to be pushed more to perfection. You can only post perfection online. And that's going to be detrimental to you in the real world because nobody's perfect. You're not going to be able to be uh, the picture perfect that you post on your social media all the time. And so it's going to be a lack of self-confidence. There's going to be which I think is a lie anyway, self-confidence, but that's a story for another day. Um, it's just, I, I think it's going to be detrimental to the younger generation coming up and who knows what else it's going to do. I mean, we, we've talked about the ramifications of like, let, let's say uh, your ex has a thing against you and now they've created a video of you that doesn't actually, or photograph that isn't real or, you know, video and those kind of things. Now they're you have doing, AI that'll help you do it. They're doing, well, it's worse than that. They're actually doing... Um, they're doing revenge porn with people that don't actually do it. Yeah. Um, it's literally that's... just made up. And and if somebody calls, we were, we were actually looking at a, at a case, an actual, like a real case of this last week. A woman actually had this done to her by one of her disgruntled exes. She called the police and the police said, well, just block them. Yeah. I'm, uh, I honestly, I don't know where, I don't know where the law would go on this one. I mean, technically speaking, it's your uh, likeness. Defamation, maybe? Uh, I mean, you're, yeah, you're it's, social. It's not you're actually social. you. It's not actually you, no, but it's but people don't know that. I'm trying right. I'm trying to find a way to defend this, you know, to defend yeah. somebody that, that actually falls victim to this. But this could happen to anybody now. Yeah, yeah. This this could happen to the average person. Uh, this is why I I am so staunchly against uh if you're dating or even if you're married. You be absolutely careful with what kind of uh, pictures you're sharing, like because you you don't know if you're in a dating relationship and you're sexting and then something happens and you you two break up. Do you trust that they're going to delete those pictures and video? Do you trust it stuck? It stayed between the two of you? Uh, of course not. It, it of course it's not going to. It, it and I'm not I'm not saying that to justify it. I'm saying. If there's one that's disgruntled, they're going to share that online. Revenge porn is a thing. It, it People are pretty cruel nowadays. Well, they always have been. They're just, the, the internet is a hate mob. That's what it is. It, it's, it's literally a hate mob. All right. Anyway, uh, last one here. Do you want to talk about Amazon? Or do you want to talk about robot doctors? Uh, let's talk about robot doctors. I think that one could be more beneficial. Okay. 
Well, you know the old saying, Bruce, doctor will see you now. Yeah. Robot will see you now. AI could replace doctors and nurses by dealing with patients and answering simple questions, such as like if you incorporate, say, like, I don't know, um, just as an example, uh, WebMD, right? If you add that, which is a which is a good database, a good medical database to diagnose symptoms or give you possible you know, uh, treatments to just basic things. If you take that and you enhance that with the new AI algorithm, and then you put that into, say, just as an example, an advanced, maybe Mark II, Mark III, Mark IV version of a Tesla Optimus bot. There you go. Um, I'll give you an example. For those of you who have listened for a while, you know that I'm uh, dealing with Bell's palsy right now. When I went in and uh, talked to a doctor about it, I told them I had face numbness, right? Uh, and if you do that to an AI, the AI would have responded, um, with two or three possible solutions as to what it was, right. Or it would have picked one of the three. However, with a doctor, a human being, they asked me other questions and narrowed it down because when I said, uh, face numbness, uh, and I said it a couple times to them, uh, the doctor then stopped me and said, okay, uh, do you mean numbness or do you mean, um, like it's numb. The, 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 there's a difference. Uh, because if you're numb to where you have no feeling, that means brain tumor or possible stroke could be one of those two things. Um, whereas the numbness to where it's not fully numb, but it's pretty dang close in my case, um, it's likely Bell's palsy. Anyway, all that to say, in AI, I don't think it has yet. If you're looking at the uh, language learning models and all of that that we have now, like, uh, you know, from OpenAI, and and I, I just, I don't think they're capable of that level of, um, well, uh, precision yet. I think it's a good aid for doctors currently, and you, you, I mean, doctors already do this anyway. We, we talked about, uh, talked about this with GP, um, back, it's been what, a couple of years ago now, uh, where we address this. Doctors already Google stuff all the time and look up symptoms online. So it's it's already a thing. We're already using the basic AI that we have currently uh, to augment, um, uh, well, treatment. I, I think this is going to continue, um, but it's going to take a while before uh, AI really replaces doctors. I, it, you just can't get the bedside manner that doctors have uh, from AI yet. How can you say that? Look at that face. Yeah, look at that. It, it looks looks genuine, doesn't he? Yeah, I I I would not. If the doctors were replaced by robot AI, uh, I would be less inclined to go. Five years, maybe. Do you think five years? Maybe five to ten. You know, stretching uh, it out, possibly ten. Uh, even five, ten years. I think you'll see robot surgeons. I, I think you'll see surgeries performed by robots for the precision. But I don't think there'll be doctors that are going to be robots. I don't think I don't think it's going to replace um, doctors yet. the The kind of precision that you would need from those Optimus just does not have uh, that kind of precision for full on robot. No, no, um, no. I I was thinking maybe third, fourth, fifth generation, fifth generation in. Not now, obviously. Maybe I I I still think, man. I I for a doctor, I'm still thinking like. To completely replace doctors, maybe like 20 plus years. Uh, it's going to be a while before we're really starting to replace doctors because there's just so many, like I said, it, AI and robots, I think will augment uh, the medical industry 
but to full on replace, you know, for example, they maybe they use AI and robots to treat things like influenza or something like that, or, you know, to do the basic uh, prognosis of strep throat or uh, to do vaccinations or, you know, some some basic things like that. But to do actual like you're going to a doctor about uh, you have a pain or something like that, like it, I, I just I don't know. There's so many there's so many possibilities when it comes to diseases and whatnot and and just the interaction that doctors have that I, I don't think AI has down yet. I can't say I'm being replaced just yet. It's going to take some work. It will take some work, but I eventually see it happening. I, I eventually see the human doctors being phased out, just like I see human attorneys being phased out, just like I see police officers being phased out, just like I see factory workers being phased out, um, you know, accountants, any, anybody that's in like office jobs, I see that all being phased out as it continues, as the as the as this technological breakthrough, you know, as it, as it continues on. Do you have anything else today? Uh, not necessarily, no, not really. I mean, there's been other things that have happened uh, in the tech world, but that pretty much covers it. All right, we will go ahead and call this one done. It's been a great conversation, my friend. I will see you later in the week. Thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great evening. Thank you.